Tomboy official weekend episode. I didn't go out this weekend, so well, at least not yet. So probably not going to because it's Saturday night, um, 10 p.m. Saturday night. I've been kind of getting back into some music, um, kind of creating some songs and stuff, um. But yeah, that's what I want to talk about for this episode. Um, I don't know if anybody's been watching EDC Live um, on YouTube. It's free. Um, I think Insomniac app has it. Um, It's it's in a couple places um, for free to watch online just... Um, the live stream goes down sometimes, but you can watch it later too. I know Insomniac tends to archive like everything lately anyways, so it's been pretty great since 2020 to be able to, you know, watch DJs like live sets or watch, watch the sets after, after they finish. And yeah, for the bigger festivals, like if you can't make it, it's still cool to be able to like pop in and see it and especially since they're like Friday, Saturday, Sunday or whatever like you can just kind of go on there like um pretty much any time like during the weekend and it's either the repeat episodes or stuff that's happening kind of like before or after the music or during the during the sets and they just switch between the stages um or you can watch each stage um individually I think as well um but um I haven't really met that many people who aren't into music and you know being mostly from LA for the most part um you know Definitely music is part of the the culture, entertainment in general, but music for sure. Um, I started thinking about the difference between living in L.A. and San Diego, and maybe it was just the people I knew, or um, I don't know, but I feel like in L.A., I knew a lot of people who were artistic, uh, creative people, um... And it's definitely increased even since I've left. But I definitely noticed that. Oh, excuse me, I'm yawning. I'm tired, guys. It's like 10 p.m. and I'm like already struggling. But I'm probably going to go online in a little bit till like 11. Um, but oh, for those of you who don't know... Uh, musically, I guess I would say, I started out playing, um, hmm, I guess I technically played piano first, I think, hmm, I'm blanking on the order, but I think I got a keyboard first, and then the next year, when I was like 10 or something, I got a, um, I got a, I got a beginner's guitar, um, and then once I got, you know, I don't know, (sighs) hmm, because I know I started playing piano in, like, hmm, I think fifth and sixth grade or third and fourth third and fifth grade fourth sorry fifth fourth and fifth grade somewhere along those lines I I can only think about it because I knew kind of like which classroom I was in and the way we had to go out to the piano room for practice with the teacher was 
through the gym and I remember going across the gym one direction so I'm thinking oh man I'm really thinking I went uh fourth fifth because third and fourth grade were together and then fifth and sixth grade were together and I think I remember doing one book per year I did an orange book and a green book I think they go by years. I don't know. Honestly, this is... It's so weird that I can't even remember that. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was a really long time ago, but... Um, yeah, I played piano. Um, I think the church gave our family, like, this old piano when they were cleaning out some other churches or some other, I don't know, places. And they came across a piano, and I guess they were getting rid of it, and my dad caught wind, or somebody told him. <clears throat> it was old, it was, like, crappy, but it was free. Um, And then me and my brother, my dad kind of begged us to take lessons, and we took lessons. Um... I didn't always like to practice, but I did, I always felt kind of good playing. I was like, okay. But even since I was younger than that, I always kind of had like a a sense for like rhythm and music and like, I was always like really into music and singing and songs and um, <clears throat> when I was younger, I used to sing all the time when I was little and then... Um, uh, I don't really know. Um, I mean, we used to listen to music a lot, like driving, um, and being part of a church, music was always like a big part of my life. Um, it's funny that people say that, but um, it's true. Like, when you go to church really regularly, you're probably hearing live music more than the majority of people might. Um, unless they work in a specific place or really go out, like, every weekend and hear live music. Um, like, church music is different than other types of live music, but it is consistently, like, every week. Once, maybe twice, I don't know, depending what kind of religion you're in um or denomination but I mean ever since I was young I, I you know I always listened to the radio I had this little yellow radio um I used to listen to a lot of church um church music I didn't really think much about it I was just kind of raised like that, um, so that's kind of what I gravitated towards, and from, um, we went to a public school up until third grade, I don't remember, um, driving, like, no one ever really drove us there, but I remember from third grade to, like, I want to say maybe sixth grade, I don't know what grade, but, um, it was at least a couple years that we used to carpool with a bunch of people, um, and each family would take different days driving, like, a different leg of the trip, because, like, we lived, a lot of us lived in an area kind of far, um, so we kind of arranged, like, a carpool for all of us kids, so that the parents who were available could take us, like, whatever, but, um, yeah, we would always listen to music, in or at least uh it was like Kiss FM Kiss FM in LA um we used to listen to Kiss FM like every single morning almost um and we used to um once we got to the pastor's house cuz he would drive us the rest of the way to the school once we got to the pastor's house he would um 
once we got to the pastor's house, he, he would drive us basically to the school and we would always do like singing like church songs and prayer all the way to school. And I kind of liked it. I mean, it was kind of interesting, but it was like in the morning on the way to church, on the way to school, just like singing praise music. Um, and we didn't really listen to the radio or anything. We just sang songs and that was kind of nice. I mean, it was like, if you think of it, probably like every weekday, (laughs) um, we'd be singing, um, in the car. Um, then after that certain point, after my mom, after, after we stopped carpooling, I don't know what reason, but like after the carpool was over, um, we started listening to our music, um, in like headphones on the way to school and my mom would drive us there and back and we always had headphones and probably at about six, uh, sixth grade ish. I don't know. I used to get an allowance, um, I had different forms of allowance, different forms of like jobs and chores and things throughout my childhood. And, um, you know, I used to get an allowance or payment from working for the sports league or snack stands, whatever. Um, and I would always listen to my Walkman, like back then it was like Walkman, like cassette tapes or the radio or the radio in the, in the van. Um, I remember it was like a new thing that like our Nissan Quest had this, uh, we got like the first line of Nissan Quests and, um, we had this, uh, I guess it was like one of the armrests, like in the middle seats the one that was towards the window that wasn't the sliding door um that left armrest there behind the driver's seat had like um uh radio controls and I think you could put two sets of headphones in there and so I think we would sometimes listen to the radio like that or listen to you could listen to the radio cassette tapes or CDs and I think it had a 6 CD changer I can't remember honestly um <clears throat> but yeah we would listen to music if if it wasn't the radio or CD or cassettes like coming through the car we would listen on our own personal walkmans or CD later on we got like discmans and I used to spend most of my allowance on, you know, the fun part on, like, movie, going to the movies, taking the bus to the mall, buying a little bit of clothes here and there, snacks, food, lunch, whatever, food court stuff, and music. And um, I got into, like I mentioned, I had a guitar and a piano, like a keyboard piano. It's a, it's a, it's a... Dude, it's from like the nineties. It's a, it's a PSR five twenty Yamaha, um, <laughs> keyboard, the kind that takes the cartridges. Like it was before CD ROMs and DVDs and all that kind of stuff it was even popular. Um, like <clears throat> CD players weren't like common. Um. And I would get this, uh, um, yeah, basically, I started playing, I had a guitar longer than I really played it. Like, I used to pluck around on it and stuff, but I didn't really know how to tune it. I didn't really know how to do much. Um, and it was a little beginner's, like, little wooden, you know, those little, like, they're good enough, like, to learn on, but they're not really, like, good, um, but, you know, it was, you know, it was good enough, um, and that, that guitar I had, and, um, my keyboard, because by, I don't know, by maybe middle school, we didn't have that piano anymore, and then, I know I had my keyboard, so I did continue to kind of practice um, to some extent, but then I got much more into guitar, but I never really wanted to, like, toss the keyboard 
Um, Because I was still, like, into it. I just never really practiced too much. I'm kind of off and on with it. Um, So, yeah, I started playing guitar when I was... Like, I actually started playing in, like, eighth grade on the first mission trip that I went to. Um, I met a bunch of kids from um, Texas and Mexico. And, um... There were some kids that were older. Um, The youngest people were us, the eighth graders. And there were people up until uh, senior year of high school. And we had a couple chaperones that I think were like college age. And then like an older youth pastor that was probably in his 40s or 50s or so. Um, And we all went to Mexico every year. Eighth grade, ninth grade. So it would go eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You could go on a mission trip. And I went every year. Um and um yeah, I I played guitar uh after starting in eighth grade. I, I started on the trip. I you know, it was back when like Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman and um, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton and um, I can't remember if Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Those were probably like the first three songs I learned on that trip. And I remember I kept practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing Um. I would just use the guitars that were kind of like laying around and people would let me just play with them. And one of my friends who's now unfortunately deceased, um, she uh, was teaching me some songs. Um, I think Wonderwall by Oasis. I don't know. I'm mixing up which songs I learned first. I know Tracy Chapman and Eric Clapton. Those were the first two songs I remember learning on guitar, on the beginner guitar. And then um, I remember sitting next to my door like... We still had, like, toy boxes back then in our house because it was just kind of an organizational thing. Um, So I had one. My sister had one um, because we shared a room and had bunk beds back then. And then um, I had my keyboard in the back corner. I don't know how to describe the way this house looked. Like, it had, like, a little office-type area. There was, like, a half wall where you could put a curtain, but it was, like, a half wall And my dad initially used it as an office when we first moved there. But then um, I started using it as like a little studio area and like changing room um, when I was getting a little older and stuff. And then um, so I had all my stuff back there. And then um, I remember like my dad used to cook these like meals And he would take, like, most of a weekend evening to do it. And he was in the kitchen for a really long time, I remember. And I was like, I'm just going to play guitar. Because I used to play guitar a lot. So I was sitting on top of that toy box right next to my um, door and just, like, playing guitar. And then he heard it. And then not that long after, he surprised me buying me a nice um, guitar. And then I got, like... I was already really into it um, on the beginner guitar once I was in eighth grade. I was really into it once I got back from Mexico because that was the first time I had seen kids like my own age playing guitar and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, if they can do it, like I can do it. And some of them were a little older, too. And I kind of like looked up to them. And so I was kind of like I thought they were like so cool. And like that was the one thing that like I felt like I had in common with a lot of people was that I listened to a lot of music all the time. Like I mentioned, I was listening to music all the time. Like not only on the car, like if you think about it, because L.A. is trafficy. It was at least 45 minutes one way going to and from school. So that's at least 45 minutes. That's at least 90 minutes every day that I was listening to music. Um, and, you know, I used to like take tapes off the off the 
you know, I had a CD player and CDs and tapes and I would record tapes and stuff like um, I used to write down lyrics for like this is stuff I would do for hobbies even before I was playing music. Um, I would get like CDs or tapes from the library, the public library for free, and I would copy them. And then I would like write down the lyrics for my friends. And because um, this was like before you could look it up off the Internet, um, I would like write down the lyrics for my friends. Um, and after I wrote down the lyrics, I would like, you know, give them to my friends <laughs> um with the tape so I would have like albums that I would like write the the lyrics and like give people free like music and stuff like it was time consuming but it was like you know my parents weren't gonna like make me stop it was like productive and I would be just like with my cassette player just like playing like line by line and like you know verse by verse like sometimes I knew the songs and sometimes I was like just gotta make sure the the words are correct you know it was stuff like crisscross and like the brat and um bone thugs and harmony and that kind of stuff um but with guitar i was playing like green day goo goo dolls um i can't remember if i was playing smashing pumpkins or not like there was a point where i was pretty good cuz i used to practice I started practicing after school almost, like, every day, like, for, like, an hour or so, and then, like, like, whatever amount of time it took between, you know, um, doing homework, you know, we'd play soccer or basketball almost every day after homework, then it would be dinner time, and then, you know, I would just play guitar pretty much until I had to get ready for bed or until, like, you know, around 8 p.m. when there was, like, maybe a show or two on, I'd watch maybe a show, and then, you know, start getting ready for the evening, ready for bed, but some nights I'd play, like, till, like, 9, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock or something, and I did that from pretty much 8th grade, definitely all the way through high school, um, probably almost every single day I would play guitar, and then, Somewhere during high school, um, we made a band. Like, we started playing for church a little bit. We did, like, special music and started practicing, like, praise songs on acoustic and, like, sing. We had a friend that would sing and a friend who played the drums and a friend on the bass and me and my other friend on guitars. And, like, we did that from, like, probably about ninth uh ninth grade eighth or ninth grade to like college um so I remember um the band had the that first band had this had to stop because um because the lead singer left and went to college up in Angwin and so you know, we still played, but we played in college. We started playing the collegiate praise team, um, and we'd play for church once a month. And if there was a vespers, we would play. And if there was a mission trip, we would play when we went on the trips. Or, you know, if we, we would just play like all the time. Um, we would play Fridays at school uh, for chapel. We would we just played all the time like um and so that was mostly guitar and then I think it was during when I was when I was in grad school that's when I started having a little more money um because of financial aid and working and stuff and I started having a little more money in my pocket and able to kind of get a little more expensive stuff um, and I should add, my first guitar, after the beginner's guitar, was a Yamaha, was a Fender Acoustic Electric. And my first electric guitar was an Ibanez RG Series, like 320DX or something like that. And um, I got that when I was like 16, 15, somewhere along those lines. I think it was like 16... 
or coming into 16. I just remember it was the first year my dad ever went back to Zimbabwe, and I think I was 16 that year. Um, and I got it for Christmas. Um, and so we, um, yeah, had other people to play with too. And maybe that's just like an LA thing. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, once I was in grad school, I started getting in touch with like in contact with people who were kind of more interested in playing like regularly and so there was this one uh guy in my cohort good friend of mine still um he sang really well he was like opera opera trained and he like he introduced me to things like uh to like Adele um mostly Adele um Amy Winehouse like that kind of music um and I didn't really listen to that kind of stuff, but he did. Um, and I, I mean, I liked it. It was just, you know, um, I was still playing kind of like more rock, contemporary, alternative style type of music. And so what's interesting is I never really adapted my um, my skills to like actually learn like the different styles of music as far as like the chord progressions and things I kind of just transferred over my skills to like get the most close version to what I already knew so say for example if there was like a like an E flat major seven or I don't even know if that's even a chord but if there's something like that and I would just play like without the major seven or like what you know I didn't really know like the 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 forms of the chords I didn't really formally study it too much um I mean I've the I took one guitar class in my th- dude was I in grad school no one class in my uh in my college um I took one class in college, um, during community college. So I had already been playing for like, I don't know, six years or so, uh, before I took a class. Um, so I did learn how to read music. Um, I really got into Carcassi and like, I, when I practice that kind of stuff, I can play it. Um, but it takes me like a while to remember how to learn how to read music and then to get back into reading the music and playing that way. I can do it, but I have to like study it again and like refresh. It takes me like if I do it for like a week, I can kind of get it down a little bit better again. Um, but I haven't done that yet, but I probably will. Um, but I mean. Yeah, and when I moved to San Diego, that's when a lot changed. I didn't really have my jam buddies. I got into like electronic music on my on my computer when I was in uh grad school cuz I had some money to buy the software and I got into like what was Propellerhead uh Reason Record software. Um I had a friend who was like a blues man and so uh he kind of introduced me to a lot of like ways to record at home and stuff um and he would he would play at the staple center outside and make money like busking kind of and like he would play at churches on Sundays and he actually had like money coming in from it and he was really talented um still a good friend of mine I recently hit him up but I haven't seen him in ages and then um i had a um so um yeah i i 
when I when I first moved to San Diego, I didn't really have people to play with. Like I I started like looking for people and like talking to people, and I was like, hey, do you go to bonfires? Like, do you play guitar? Like, do you play music? Like, I was like really into like looking for people to play music and sports with and stuff, and like couldn't really find anybody so I was like all right like I guess I'll just stay solo but then I was still coming up to LA almost every weekend for like the first year or so or at least half a year but about the first year when I first moved down there um so I was still involved in like musical stuff and like all kinds of stuff I was still involved with um and then when I moved um yeah, and, it, it, like, when I stopped coming up every weekend, um, I started getting more into, you know, consuming music and not playing it, so more so into, like, bars, clubs, um, there were kind of, like, a lot of, like, street musician, not street musician, but, like, um, summer in San Diego, there tends to be a lot of, like, not a lot, but a, f- a few, um, live band events where it's like little mini festivals like I just went to the beer and taco festival last month and then there's like other types of festivals like Hillcrest had one or has one near like August um I think OB has like some other kind of festival where it's like you know there's like food carts food vendors live music um and the beaches always have live music, pretty much. Uh, just people busking and, you know, like, it's it's chill. But, um, I just, I just, I just don't know, um, really where to, I really don't know how to, um, you know, address this, those types of situations with people, um, and, yeah, like, trying to, like, get people to play music and stuff, like, I kind of just gave up on finding people to play with, and I just mostly would play, like, the first apartment that I stayed at, um, for, like, the first two years or so, I was pretty comfortable playing, because, um, everything kind of stayed the same, and, like, there were times when the roommate wasn't home, so I would play, um, and sing, I started singing then, um, playing and singing, because that was the first time I was, like, all right, I have a space to myself where I can, like, actually, like, practice singing and stuff, so I started practicing singing, Um, I met some friends that, you know, we started doing karaoke and stuff, too. Um, And so we started practicing singing. Um, And it was it was fun. It was a good time. I had like a. A fun evening. uh, Quite a few fun evenings. And. uh, It was quick. And. And. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, and then now, you know, like, you know, I've been going to, like, more lately, more, like, raves, festivals, concerts, and a little bit of, like, DJ stuff, um, local DJs like what they've been doing in San Diego anyways is whenever there's like a big show kind of like local if it's like Vegas or not local but nearby so like Vegas LA especially um whenever there's something big some of the artists kind of trickle down into San Diego into the clubs there and there's a pretty good turnout for people interested in seeing seeing those artists those uh, it's mostly DJs that do this um, like electronic music type DJs, um, and so it's cheaper and easy and just convenient, you can just Uber down for, like, 10, 15 bucks, like, 
tickets are rarely more than like twenty twenty five dollars um and you just go and like you know go to like little local shows um so that's pretty cool um and there's some bands I didn't get to see. I wanted to see Thrice at the Observatory. I think Coheed and Cambria is coming to San Diego. Um, San Diego's got, at least um, radio-wise, they have a good rock radio. And then like quite a few rock channels um, that are actually like modern rock music too. Not like just... Like K-Rock in LA is more like... Um, uh, like they don't play Metallica too much they don't play like heavier stuff too much like they kind of used to but then they went like poppy and then they still play like a lot of sublime like kind of like kind of what you would expect of like Los Angeles and like California type of rock music um like the scene the rock scene is definitely big um, in L.A. A, a lot of the music scenes are huge in L.A., um, but it's just, you know, um, what you actually hear on the radio is very, very, very mainstream stuff. And then if it's older, it's like whatever was popular mainstream. You don't tend to hear stuff that's not like tarp, top charts or was or didn't stay top charts. Um, you kind of only hear like what's currently top charts. Um and I think some people like that when they come to L.A. They're like, oh, the radio stations are so good. But when you're from L.A., you notice it's like the same songs all the time. Um, and so, you know, that's something I really do like about apps and things like that. Like even iHeartRadio, and I don't really listen to it much, but anymore anyways. Um, but iHeartRadio, Spotify, you know, SoundCloud. I do start, like, looking out for artists that I don't know, even if I'm, like, like I mentioned, I was watching EDC online, and, you know, I'll dance around, I'm totally into dancing and stuff, um, I'm not very good at it, but I don't really care, I'll do it anyways, it's great exercise, and I just love it, I love music, um, I've got some friends I can see, like, some hardcore music, some metal with, um, in San Diego, uh, but, you know, I don't, and some friends who are really into, like, hip-hop, and some friends who are really into, like, EDM, and so, you know, I'm pretty pleased with the amount of, you know, friends I have that are kind of interested in, you know, watching bands and, and going to, like, live shows and stuff, that's pretty cool, um, and we've driven from San Diego up to LA quite a few times now, um, and have plans to do more of that, um, coming up so um yeah I really want to you know encourage people you know because I've you know kind of reunited with you know my my love for music and I've I find it really healing it's really helpful it's really nice um creative um like I said you know there's I'm gonna spend this next week kind of like in the learning process, like, kind of, like, reviewing, reviewing how to read music, reviewing how to use some of the software, kind of brushing up on, like, you know, my, you know, piano skills, my, you know, the keys, my guitar skills, you know, fretting and stuff, like, there's a lot that I just haven't been doing, um, but I'm definitely getting back into it, I'm not trying to get into, like, everything, it's just I'm trying to find things that I knew I loved, that I knew kind of kept me motivated and kept me going um, and inspired. Um, and there's something about L.A. that makes me more creative than other things. Um, like, it's just a creative city. It, you know, it's a city where there's people that are, you know doing their art and and doing their you know there's a lot of actors a lot of you know like I said like people in entertainment and you know I know there's kind of that common um stereotype that you know in LA there's the superficial and like you know everybody just cares about fame and all that but I I see it more like there are definitely the people who care about fame 
But I think overall, uh, overall, there's a theme where people care about creativity and your artwork. Um, kind of similar to how people um, talk about like New York and, and Paris um, and places like that where it's like, yeah, there's definitely, you know, um, some major artistic, you know, vibes in the city and those cities, you know, um, but I know LA, you know, um, has a reputation for having a lot of studios. A lot of the recording companies are out here in LA or started out here in LA, you know, Hollywood, um, definitely is a big factor, um, if you want to make it, um, um, a lot of the studios, recording studios are out here in LA, like, it, it just makes sense, like, for music and, like, a lot of things like that, um, I know New York is more, New York is known for, like, dance and, um, like, theater and that kind of thing, too, um, whereas I feel like out here, it's more like acting and music, um, like, music making, music production, music, uh, uh, you know, being a musician, teaching music, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just think there's something about being in a city or connected with a city where, you know, there's a lot of art going on, um, I feel like it's almost becoming, like, a lost human, you know, a lost human, uh, type of uh interest you know not really skill I feel like the skills are always there but I feel like you know it's so rare to meet people who play music who sing who are into like artistic like creativity um a lot of my friends out here if they're not into like entertainment related stuff or um you know creative related stuff they're into at least um like sports or something, you know, people are kind of into their own things, um, and that's pretty motivating, and I just, you know, I want to encourage people, you know, if you do find music or sound, even if it's, like, ASMR and, like, relaxation, you know, sound, uh, what are those things called, um, I think they're Tibetan, right, those Tibetan singing bowls, um, I know they've become kind of more in the mainstream with the ASMR and yoga communities and things. Um, that's how I came into knowledge of them. Uh, I do think they have healing properties. I mean, I, I can listen to stuff like that and it helps me with insomnia. It helps me with headaches, pain, you know, tension for sure. Um, it's very relaxing very quickly and it really does help. Um, it does have, you know, medicinal properties to it and creativity does in general and, you know, art, music, um, dance, just different forms of expression that I haven't even talked about at all. Um, I would definitely encourage people, you know, to, you know, for this boot camp and for, you know, wellness and health and just well-roundedness, you know, if, if you've never participated in an art form to try it and see how you feel, um, anything from journaling to podcasting to YouTube videos and all that, like, you know, it's one thing to watch TV or watch movies and play video games and stuff like that, but, um, you know, it's, you know, I've been learning a lot about, about creativity and, um, and the meditations I've been kind of focused on lately. And the more I learn about creativity, it seems like it's really in our human nature as a way that we can kind of be connected with like the essence of ourselves. Um, and it is something that is kind of going by the wayside and it's kind of weird. Like I was thinking about you know, because I was watching, like, Downton Abbey and, like, some stuff, like, from, like, way back, from, like, the 1800s, 
time periods and um and before and back then it was just so interesting that you would be um you know considered a cultured person to know how to sing and you know play an instrument especially as like a lady and you know you you have those types of skills like they were like skills that like a lot of women in higher society had like they had time to learn it um it was like typical that they would like practice and things um and perform for people and stuff um it was part of the culture which in a way was weird but also like it was kind of normal for them um but it's kind of interesting how now we don't really do that um like they mentioned before and it's not something that I'm too familiar with but how they're like music programs getting taken out of schools and at public schools especially um and I was just thinking like you know how I felt when I first started playing music when I was young you know I was like I really need this you know like this is something that I um was trying to use to express myself or sometimes when I would even hear music I would feel like so connected to the energy of it and just to hear it live or to play it you know my own like rendition of something you know was like um it it does something you know I, I it's hard to explain what it does but it, it does something positive in a forward movement type of motion for a person's mind and soul and emotions um and I do try to bring myself to you know remember to listen to relaxing sounds or listen to remember to you know um listen to music or you know, listen to some songs or, you know, just things like that that are so simple to just change um, the way that I might feel. Um, it's just so simple. So, um, yeah, I'd want to encourage people to kind of look into that, even if it's not like music or drawing or, you know, or even if you think, I think a lot of people think like, I don't think I'm good. Like, I don't think I'm good, um, so they just do nothing, but there's, like, free programs, like, Audacity, um, uh, what's another one? I shouldn't have said that so soon, because now I can't, like, think, um, Propellerhead has Take, Take, that's an app, um, I don't really know new, newer stuff. But, you know, there's, uh, Smule, Smule has apps, like, um, that Sing app, I think they have, like, a piano one, too, um, I don't know, they have different apps like that for, like, musical stuff, where you can plug in headphones and just, like, sing along, it's kind of like karaoke into your phone, it's pretty, it's pretty dope, I actually really like it. Um, I told my friends about it and they all think I'm like weird, but, um, it's a little embarrassing to play it back, but it's fun. I I like, um, I'm really into monitoring, like singing live. That's kind of something that I really like that I don't get to do much, but like monitoring, like when you have like, you know, you can make a track and then play guitar and sing to it live. Um, when I was getting into that how what was that Justin Bieber album? I think it was called Journals or something. Um when I got really into that album, um, I was playing that mostly singing and playing that album um uh, monitored through um just tracks I, I made with like some beats and some guitar. Um I had a good time with it. It was fun. It was simple, it was poppy, but I really like the lyrics. I still really like the lyrics. There's something about the lyrics of that album that I really like. 
and then um I really got into like Justin Bieber's story at some point I really like art uh, music uh, musicians I like dance too watching dance but I really like musicians and interviews of different musicians and uh, Lady Gaga um I think I've mentioned before there's a podcast by Garza um and I'm still into some old stuff like Metallica Cold Chamber um stuff I kind of always liked um Incubus um I don't know Tupac um Like, there's just some stuff, like I mentioned Carcassi, there's just some music that I'm just totally into. Even if the musicians might not even be living anymore, like, I don't really care. Um, I still love their music, and it, I love the complexity of it, and it's just so wonderful to hear. Um, but, yeah, I would encourage, you know, to, don't forget about, about, you know, any craft you have, any art you have any interest you have and even if you're not like super skilled um like even like when we do like music therapy or art therapy and stuff like that it's like sometimes you just need a prompt and go with it you don't have to have skills you don't have to have money um like I mentioned you could usually you can literally use a pair of headphones and that Smule Sing app um I think there are perks if you don't do the free one. You can kind of sing any song that they have on there. But if you do the free one, there's, like, some reason why it's free. Like, you don't get as much access or something. But still, I mean, it's free. Um, There's a free version, and it's pretty good when you're first starting. Um, You could probably hang out with that for, like, a week um, before you might want to pay for it. Um, I don't know if Guitar Center or Sam Ashley should do this anymore, but I used to go in there a lot with friends and, like, just play on instruments and just, like, jam and practice some stuff together, like, a couple, like, once a week or something like that. Um, Just because, you know, sometimes when you're out, you don't just want to be, like, carrying your instruments or when you're young, you don't have a place where, like, if your parents don't let you play, you can't just go and, like, play in their house or whatever and, like, bother them on their day off. And, um, yeah, cheers to the families that listen to our bands for, like, two or three years straight, learning the same songs every single Friday and Saturday, um, and practicing the same music, um, definitely, um, it's nice that they let us do that, because we didn't have any other space to practice, and nobody ever really complained other than saying that we were maybe a little bit too loud and could we turn it down other than that they let us do it every single Friday and Saturday Fridays was at night Saturdays was after church so we would play for so long um but yeah guys um that's kind of what I got for tonight um mm. It's almost 11, so I'm not really going to look into exactly what I wanted, but, or at least not for as long as I wanted, um, but, you know, I'm going to view a little bit of what I'm going to probably start looking into tomorrow, um, probably just get my tutorials arranged, um, and... I might talk more about it just because I like this topic. Um, it was kind of funny watching some of my own tutorials, though. I was like, oh, I, I knew how to do this. <laughs> like, it was kind of a funny moment where it's like, wow, like, I was really, like, into into certain stuff where I, like, knew the terminology and, like, I, in the videos, I was, like, clicking around on the software and, like, explaining how I used it and stuff and, like, I think there was something I even created, like, in real time, and I was just thinking, like, dude, I don't even know how to use that software anymore, um, um, and that was, like, version, like, four or five, and we're now on, like, the newest version is version 12, so it was, it was, it was a while back, because I didn't even get it when it was, like, brand new, it was a little, I was, like, 
in a later in a later version even when I first got into that software um so yeah guys um but yeah I just want to encourage you you know if you're doing this boot camp try and do something you know helpful for yourselves um Music is is definitely a healing way to go. It's a good way to go. Um, It's productive. It's good for you. Um, It's good for your mood. It's good for your mind. Um, And you don't have to be good at it, honestly. I mean, if you live with people or share a room or something, you might have to be a little bit cautious of uh, your things. Um, you know, singing and playing instruments and whatnot, if you're really not good, but, um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, if you have a car, I used to literally take my freaking car down the street to a parking lot that I knew was empty and had trees. And when it was, you know, getting dark and I knew that people weren't working there anymore at that time of evening, I would go and I would sit in the backseat of my car with my guitar in an empty parking lot and practice. And it's like, I'm not bothering anybody. I'm down the street. Like, I'm like, you know, the thing I liked is that, you know, I found two places. There was one that was like an urgent care that you could park like, like the parking lot was like way too big. So I could park way in the back and like, um, you know, it was never full. Um, and then there was another place that was, uh, um, um, what was it? Oh, it's like one of those built, like those kind of like dental plazas with like a, like a big, uh, like a big kind of office building of some form that I never knew what it was for. It's probably some medical building or some, I don't know, probably had different floors for different types of jobs. And, um, but most of the time people weren't there past like five or six, um, PM. And the way it it was built is like right on the corner where there's like a freeway entrance and exit. And so there's no houses there either. Um, cause that's the thing. You don't want to be playing like in a parking lot where there's like, you know, an apartment complex or something sharing the, the wall or like anybody can really like hear you like nobody could hear me and only once did a um security guard come over just to make sure I wasn't like sleeping in my car and I was like no nah, I have roommates and I'm just gonna play guitar for a couple hours you know and they just left me um I mean if they would have told me to go I would have gone but it's like I used to do it all the time nobody really cared um and then there were some like homeless individuals I would come across um that you know um one of them or two um used to sit like a little closer to my car like when they would see I I was there and they would kind of just come like nearer to where I was playing so they could like because I wasn't like loud but they could probably hear it better I guess I mean I don't think it was good but like I was literally just in there just, like, singing, like, praise songs and stuff. It wasn't anything, like, fan- like fantastical or anything. Um, it was just getting to practice and, like, practicing singing and playing. And that was fun for me. So, um, but, yeah, I'm starting to get back into it. I don't really have, like, an outlet for it. I'll probably just record it and see if I post to SoundCloud, and I probably won't even mention it. And I'll see... Um, if I feel like recording videos at all anymore about it, sometimes for me, it's like videos, I like them, but they are so time consuming, like podcasting, you can record and upload it. And I feel like podcast episodes are longer, but you can record it and just post it. Um, and you know, it doesn't take that long to, like, upload things. Videos can take a while to upload, and, you know, usually there's editing involved. I mean, there is with podcasting, too. I just choose not to edit. And then, um, yeah, video for me, just, there's something about it that I got kind of out of the groove of it. 
so it does take me longer to really just like upload like I have a video from April that I still need to upload from my last snowboard trip so um oh, I need to edit it first it's like 54 minutes long so far but um but yeah guys well I got eight more seconds before this thing kicks me out so uh all right thanks for listening <laughs>